Good afternoon, listeners. This is episode 14 of your favorite show, The Talk Box. And today we're going to be looking at a lot. We have a lot to cover up. Definitely, we are looking at Euro 2016. A lot of exciting games still going on. We saw, unfortunately, it was mad by violence. Hungary, Belgium, Portugal. We also have the latest from the world of Formula 1. We'll be looking at the game 7, the big one between the Warriors and Cavs. Who gets to win the trophy? Who gets to win the MVP? Could it be LeBron James? Could it be Steph Curry? A lot to be decided later on tonight. And of course, the warm-up to Wimbledon Open, we saw Andy Murray's kill through. And we also saw Fedra surprisingly losing. And of course, transfer rumors as well as we round, as we round up on what we'll be discussing today. The story on Jamie Vardy staying at um, Leicester, not moving on to us now. As usual, is your host, Adedai Adekunle. And with me also is... Tofam. And Shedrak. Yeah, that was our special guest today, Shedrak. So the first news on our roundup definitely is Euro 2016 matches being played. Violence, Hungary, Belgium, Portugal, all engrossed in violence. What are your thoughts on that? Um, the first question now I, even, I would like to ask is, I thought the, um, the era of hooliganism and such things in football are all long gone. Do you understand? So I was surprised when... When was the first occasion of uh, such thing? Uh, Russia, the Russian and English fans we had they were throwing bottles and stuff like that. I was I was surprised. So even after that, I was surprised to also hear that other fans followed suit. And I am very happy with the fact that the UEFA body, the body in charge of um, this um, um, the Euro, they've come out to say that if um, such things continue, they will deal with the national team, they will suspend them from playing and I, I, and they even find some, they find the team like, I believe they find Russia how many thousand euros uh, so I feel they should do more. I know currently in France where the competition is taking place, the security forces are being overstretched because they are trying to provide security for the tournament and also for the country because you know uh, there have been threats of terrorism, so they are overstretched. Uh, and I hope they can do more to ensure order in this competition. Yeah, Shedrak, on his thoughts concerning the violence in Euro 2016, hoping the authorities can do more. We also told that line, we in talk box, sports ration, we don't want violence in football. And we like the fact that, of course, by antecedents, Europe is setting a good example, fining Russia and other teams appropriately. We saw Portugal having a boring... Or will say boring, a form field goalless draw against Austria. And um, the man of the moment in UEFA Champions League messing up in Euro 2016, Cristiano Ronaldo. Your thoughts on that, Tofan? Uh, I think, just like the commentator said on the night, that the night was made for Cristiano Ronaldo. It was the night he was making his 128 cap, becoming the most cap um, Portuguese player. He's got 58. He's also. Is also yes, yeah, still counting. Also, the highest scorer in their history. He was supposed to mark um, that particular day with a goal. Uh, that goal would have would have would have been a good one for him, and he would have won the game for for his team. But it just it just didn't it just didn't go down well with him. It's been a horrible week for him, coming from what happened in the game against Iceland. What um, the the skipper said he wanted is Jesse's his reaction, and also his reaction after the game, calling calling um, the Iceland team uh, team of shallow and 
little mentality. I think it was a bad week for him, but hopefully in their last game against Hungary, he can come up and, and make it count because he needs this tournament. He needs to show the whole world that, yes, what I do for Real Madrid, I can also reproduce at the national level. Yeah, definitely some word for Sir Ronaldo. We hope Portugal can make it through to the, to the, to the second round. Or to rather to the quarterfinals of Euro 2016, uh, that's a tough one for round of 16 rather of Euro 2016. Uh, Formula One news next. Yeah, for, for F1, yeah, for the qualifiers, it was Lewis Hamilton Friday. He took the first two um, um, qualifiers. He was on top on the practice, and the practice was on top the two practices. But yesterday, when the qualifiers will take place, and the same faulty, faulty situation happened, and he lost his game, and he will be starting. The, the final will be staged any moment from now, and he will be start, starting in, in, in the tent. He lost the pole position to Rosberg. Rosberg on the pole, and you can be sure that uh, it's still going to go down the wire he can pull something from, from the 10th position but then I think it's almost going to be a Rosebox, a Rosebox race but you never can write off um, Ricciardo these guys are also in to make things happen Vettel was talking to also want to see what he can do and, and push his team forward so it, it, it's a bad one for, for world championship winner and who, who, is, who gradually has closed the gap to 9 points but starting from 10th position will not be good for him let's see how that will go this is the first um, European Grand Prix it's in Azerbaijan Baku We'll see how what will come out of it, and next week will tell us whoever the winner will be. Week one in the world of tennis preparations are up for the third Grand Slam of the year, the Wimbledon Open. Uh, Zezev shockingly defeated Roger Federer. Roger Federer lost that match 7-6-7-4 in the semi-final of the Gary Weber Open. And Andy Murray, on the other hand, is true to the final of Queen's Open, where he's going to face Milas Raonic. That is wonderful from the world's Raonic. A lot of shocks have been going on this year. Major seeds have been failing in most tournaments. Serena Williams. My, sorry, my question is, um, I don't know why Federer has lost consistency, so to say. I don't know. I don't, can, I don't, I don't know if anyone can, can help me out because I've been thinking. Because um, the last competition that, the last um, Grand Slam that, who won? Djokovic, he missed. He missed out. I don't know. Did he was did he started the competition or he missed out due to injury? He was he was injured prior to the French Open, and that was the first Grand Slam he has missed in about more than ten years as we speak. But again, like you brought up the issue for federal consistency has been an issue. He's been suffering through back pain, and as most analysts have also said, age is no more on his side again. This is someone that has played tennis for over 12, 13 years at a high level, and. Uh, and of course, they have, they have been taught. A lot of people have been saying Federer should retire, but he promised, um, he promised the French Open fans that he's coming 2017. And he also said that the Olympic, after the Olympics, he will still keep on playing tennis. So at the very minimum, Roger Federer is still going to continue playing tennis even after the 2017 season. I think that's a nice one from the world of tennis. Yeah, so he's still, he's still going to be on in the world of tennis. In Copa America, Lionel Messi tied Batistuta's record in Argentina's 4-1 victory over Venezuela. He's tied as the highest goal scorer in Argentina history with Gabriel Batistuta. They are both on 54 goals. In the semi-finals of the Copa America, whereas in the other match, rather, Chile defeated Mexico in a 7-0 epic match. Vargas on the, on the score, score sheet, uh, Sanchez on the score sheet, and a lot of Chilean players coming to the party. Uh, Chile defeated Mexico 7-0, and it turned violent because Mexican fans were very disappointed with their team. It was not what we expected in our match. We expected Mexico, 
who has been very impressive prior to that match to come to the party, but obviously they messed up, and that was a very epic loss on the Mexican team. Uh, in the semi-finals, it's going to be USA versus Argentina, Colombia versus Chile. So the first match definitely going to be USA versus Argentina and Colombia versus Chile. It promises to be very exciting and uh, it's, it, 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 a rematch of last year's final could very well be on the card because both Argentina and Chile are in the semi-finals. Uh, very quickly, we're going to go to the NBA Game 7 is still Warriors versus Cavs. This was a series we thought would have been settled already, but, you know, the Cavs, Kevin Cavalier, proving to be very stubborn. Last session, last season, uh, by Game 6, they had started popping champagne in Cleveland home. But by this Game 6, this time around, uh, there was no champagne to be popped. But the champagne will be popped tonight in Oracle Arena. So will it be the Warriors popping the champagne or, or, or the Kevin Cavaliers popping the champagne? What are your thoughts, Shedra? Um, actually, I don't know <laughs> because it has been a difficult one lately. But I, uh, I was asking when we were, we were off air, I was asking my counterparts why it had to go that far. They, I had to stretch to game seven. It's, I think, is it the first kind? It has not happened. Yeah. I hope the Cavaliers have it here. Yeah, definitely, he's going for the Cavs. Shadrach, they're going for the Cavs. And, uh, in case for regular listeners to this show, you all know that Tofam is a huge Warrior fan. And uh, Tofam, Tofam is feeling jittery right now, doesn't want to, want, want to talk about it. He's nervous, he's tense, he feels that LeBron James might pull off another 40-point performance. No, I'm not, I'm not. I, I'm just mad with the uh, NBA. Uh, I, we, uh, like everyone has been saying, I'm sure this game should have uh, uh, ended in Game 5, uh, game, game 6. Five when if if when it was three one and if Green was allowed to play, but yeah, it was accumulation of all that he had done. But it was overlooked at some point, and and then and then he didn't play that game. And then in game in game six also uh, for six technical foul against your MVP, two two three of the fouls according to Steve Kerr were not supposed to be fouls. Maybe the two last two for me were not supposed to be fouls. He stole the ball from from Kyrie, and the last one. It was, it was, it was, it was LeBron flopping, but then flopping was just what, what it was. And, and just like Aisha said that NBA wanted more revenues, they got revenues. Um, 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 Cavs James has also got point for himself. He's, he's number one in rebounds, number one in steal, number one in points, number one in everything. That's what he wanted. Uh, let's just see what comes down today. If I was going to pick, surely I would, I would say that, um, Warriors all the way. Uh, but yeah, I, I should put this straight. I'm not a Warrior fan, um, a Lakers fan. Uh, but yeah, anyone who would stop, who would want to meet or surpass uh, um, uh, Obi Bryant's record, I'm always against them. Yeah, I am. Yeah, that's a nice one coming from Tofam. They're saying that LeBron is leading in points, he's leading in assists, he's leading in steals, he's leading in all the major stats. But we know that it's not about the points. Last season as well, LeBron dominated but eventually lost, and nobody remembers that right now. It's what goes down in Game 7. This is what all NBA fans have been waiting for. And um, Steph Curry could just pull it tonight. And if he pulls it tonight, definitely it will be confirmed that he's the best player in the world of the NBA. And uh, even as we round up, we still want to look at some of the transfer news. Uh, Asen Wenger has been on here recently saying that top scorer in prem, second top scorer rather in Premier League last season, title winner Jamie Vardy is going to stay at Leicester. Uh, I think that's going to be a talking point for us right now. Should Vardy stay at Leicester? Should he go to Arsenal? And it, Asen Wenger missed the boat because there are thoughts like people like me. I feel Asen Wenger has missed the boat, but we just want to deliberate on it. What are your thoughts on Asen Wenger saying that Jamie Vardy will still remain at Leicester? 
Um, I think Asmanga is playing a smart one, actually. If you ask him deep down in his heart, he really wants that guy to come because that guy is a very let-out striker. He's, on, he's in form and he's one of the potent strikers, so to say, in the Premier League. Looking at his, um, his record, he, like you said, he is the second... Uh, he had more goals in the Premier League last season, 24 goals, right? Second to uh, Harry Kane. And you, he, you know why I'm happy for him? Because what he did in the Premier League, he also did for the national team when he came up from the bench, came from the bench and scored the equaliser against um, um, Wales. Um, I'm so happy for him. Find he's 29 years old and we know that Asunwenga, looking at his policies in the time past, he does not like signing players who are at the sweet light of their career. So he likes signing players who are young and as they grow, they get better. But, you know, things have changed. If you can remember, the last game um, Ferguson um, oversaw in Manu before he retired, he had to sign Van Persie and Van Persie was, was getting old then. And you know what Van Persie did for Manchester United? He won the title. He was the highest goal scorer and Ferguson bowed out in his uh, in style. So I think Asunwenga, fillers are saying that if Asunwenga can get this deadly striker and he can win the Premier League for him. <laughs> so I thought on that. People are, uh, I want Tofam to also speak on this issue. Like Shedrak just mutilated here that if Asunwenga can get uh, Jamie Vardy, he could possibly be a title contender. But with Pep Guardiola and Jose Mourinho in the Premier League right now, and maybe retire, wow, that's even a tough one. Maybe retire. But with Pep Guardiola and Jose Mourinho in the Premier League, do you think Arsene Wenger with the Jamie Vardy can win the Premier League? Firstly, Arsene Wenger is not retiring yet. It's in the news that he's about signing three new three years contract, or if it's not already signed, so that's one out. He's not retiring yet. And maybe if he wins, it might be first retire, but I don't see that coming from Arsene Wenger. But then, if you check back, with every team who has won the Champions League, I mean, who has won the Premier League in the past uh, couple of years, I've always had a striker who has given them at least 20 goals. I mean, last season, he gave Leicester that amount of goal, and they won it. The season before, it was Diego Costa. Diego Costa scored 18 there about. Uh, so it's, it's always been that the always have. But then if, when we always check Arsenal, we know that they have a Metus Ozil who will always create chances, who, who needs someone who will talk, we, who will convert those chances for him. We know so well that Olivier Giroud is not a prolific striker. I remember the commentator even saying it in their first game uh, and, and, and Romania against Romania, France against Romania, and even the fans were booing before he got to go. So it's also something that is possible. If a Jim Vardy can go to Arsenal, it can be it can be a perfect thing considering they've got Xhaka. Xhaka has played two games for, for Switzerland. He's been the man of the match. Him in the midfield and trying to get the central defender with Peter Cech still in charge. Yeah, there will be a Pep Guardiola next season, but to take time to blend. This is not Spanish La Liga. It's not Bundesliga. It's a different game entirely. And for Pep that we know, he wants to change the entire squad. For Manchester United, Jose Mourinho, he's familiar with what it takes in Premiership to succeed in Premiership, but we also hear he wants to sell about 13 of his coin squad. If you are selling 13 from, from 23, that means you need new players and for them to gel will take time. For Chelsea, they have been up and all, they, they, they were bad last season. Their manager will be coming in. I'm sure will also be making a couple of changes. Tottenham Hotspot, they, they are a team that if they play in the final, sorry to say sport fans if they play in the final they can still come third, I don't see them winning it so it's, it's still going to be maybe Leicester coming up again if they get to find their footing again but people have been saying they won't, so Arsenal are in a better position, if they get a prolific striker a central defender, you never can tell it can be their season um, I want to, uh, he said um, 
Mourinho coming into Manchester United. Fine. Um, that information about him getting rid of 13 players, it is still a rumor because every sensible coach should give players chances to prove themselves before you can say, okay, <laughs> I want to get rid of this one. I want to get any, any sensible coach will not just drive away 13 teams, 13 players of a team. Yeah, maybe it may not be 13, but one thing about Mourinho is rumors and Mourinho goes hand in hand. Before he came to Chelsea, it was in the news that he would sell Mata, he would sell David Luiz. After a season after, <laughs> a, a season after, it was even, it was even half of the season, he sold him in January. January. So one thing about Ose is we all know what he likes. He wants this sort of players. If you are not that sort of player, you don't fit in, you will be out or you stay on the bench. 13 might be too much for you. He's going to give each player a chance to. Uh, before we go, we're also going to look at the standings, Euro 2016 standings. Yeah, for the standings, uh, France top of their group, group A, they'll be playing today, six points, Switzerland, four points, uh, Romania. We all know that uh, the six groups, uh, when you take two from the groups, there'll still be room for best losers. So um, it is possible for a team to to get three points and still qualify. And so Romania are told on that, on that log with one point, Albania with no point. If they win their next game, that makes three points, which means it's also possible for them to make it through. England, it's very open, very open. But I feel the way it is, yeah. Russia might not be out. If they also win um, their last game, that makes four points for them. England has four. England has four. Um, Wales has three. Russia will be playing Wales in their last game. England will be playing Slovakia. Slovakia has three. Russia has one for Group C. Germany, um, Germany has four points. Poland has four points. Uh, Northern Ireland has three points. Ukraine are the first team to be eliminated They're out of the tournament. Spain are true to the next round. They have six points. Um, Croatia has four. Czech Republic has one. Turkey uh, can be mathematically in. Czech also came from from a, from two goals down to draw against um, against Croatia in that game. Italy are also the other team who is through to the next round. Uh, they have six points. Belgium have three. They won their first game yesterday. Having lost to uh, Italy, it was 3-0. They became the first team to score three goals in its entire half, in one half. You know, Spain scored three in their last game. They scored two and one. But they scored three in one second half. First half was 0-0. They came out second half and they were smoking and they scored all the goals. So Sweden are still in the game. They have one point. Um, Ireland also have one point in Group F where there is Cristiano Ronaldo hungry at four points. They will be playing Portugal in their last game. Iceland will almost nick it against Hungary also have two points and Alabas, Austria also with one point. So that's how it is about the group stages. By next we'll be doing a permutation. Who will qualify? Who will not make it? It's going to be a tough one but the way it is right now, only three teams have made it to the next round. France, Spain and Italy. The other teams will be battling now. set of games for Group A will be played today now. Yes. Yeah. Games and the roundup from Euro 2016. Uh, thanks for listening, and that will be it for today. But don't don't forget, you can always subscribe to Sports Ration on iTunes and on Stitcher. And again, we'll spell it out for you in case some people have complained about that. S P O R T S R A T I O N. So just search for us on iTunes, on Twitter, on Facebook, and everywhere. Bye bye.